Truth, Tony Schaefer, powered by Six Hour Never Settle. I had a choice of what I carried in combat. I always carried the best, the best of Six Hour. I recommend you grab a Six Hour as well. I, they're here today. I'm showing up my uh, basic uh, P320 uh, 45 caliber weapon that I actually kind of use for around the house, you know, cleaning out rats, things like that. It's always fun. Uh, anyway, I, I do recommend you guys check out SIG, Never Settle. Uh, I never do, and you shouldn't either. We are on the America Out Loud talk radio network, also available on the America Out Loud podcast network. Check us out, Project Sentinel, projectsentinel.com.net. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Rumble, and uh, all the other social media in the world that we can get a hold of and stay on without getting kicked off. So uh, without being further uh, delayed and hopefully not kicked off, we're joined by uh, my friend, Susan. Hello, Susan Olson. Susan right. from Get a Rumble Yeah, the the star of stage and screen, uh, one of our dear friends, and who was uh, uh, was um, on the Brady Bunch, right? Yep. And uh, so it, she played Cindy on the Brady Bunch. Yep. Right? <laughs> and so I told her yesterday when we were texting, and, and don't take this the wrong way. I, I had a a, a a kitty crush on you, and a kitty crush is not as a crush. It's not a sexual thing. It's like when I was growing up, I would. I, I was growing up in the Philippines. My dad was in the Air Force, oh. and I, I watched the Brady Bunch. And you were like this cool little girl, literally this, almost the same age as me. And I just thought, man, it would be cool to hang out and do fun things with. So it was like it was like a a, a crush without any any like it wasn't even sexual. It was just kind of like, hey, she's a cool person. It would be cool to hang out with. You know what I'm saying? You thought that about Cindy? Yeah. No, you you. See, I, I thought I thought you, you saw said it was the Buffy behind the character. No, I'm I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, I, I, mean, was child, all, I didn't understand that quite. Well, that's what I mean. It's like it was just like you would be a cool person to hang out with. You know, like, as a kid. You know, like yeah, like, yeah. Well, and, and being Philippines, I mean, the Brady Bunch must have been very important to you because it's like well, American people. Well, that and believe it or not. We were just talking about this in the, in the pre-interview, the series UFO. I love the series UFO. And another another series that we're talking about here, Chris, <laughs> is The Prisoner. So that was my influences. UFO, The Prisoner, and The Brady Bunch. That's probably why it turned out so, you know, kind of wacky. You know, think about it. <laughs> That's a good narco. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So uh, Susan's on today, and we're going to talk about kind of 2024, where we think it's going to go, where... Uh, the influences have been and what we have to look at. So Susan, one of the things that I've talked about with you both on and off of the air is the fact that I feel there's a war on women from the left, that the, the left has completely taken what I believe to be progress. We've all made as a society to create equality, the, to create a, a circumstance that, you know, you as a kid uh, were kind of on the cutting edge. You were seen as a, icon you still are and yet somehow now women are being degraded because gee the best women according to the left are men who pretend to be women so what do you think um I, well you know i i met gloria steinem in the new brady bunch backyard no less um and i have to say i'll always i'll always admire her because she spoke to me and she yeah. discussed things with me and she knew straight off the bat that we were on polar opposite ends um but you know and any lefty who's willing to talk she even shushed somebody that came over to try to save her from me um 
So, you know, hmm. I love that. And I, I thanked her for, you know, hey, first wave feminism was great. Second wave, you were a big part of, and that was great. Third wave, nah, can't do it. Um, and, and this was before we had all this trans stuff yeah. going on. Where, where now I would say, um, if there is a movement, it's definitely not for feminism. It's for destroying women. But, you know, yeah. I, I, I started out by saying, look, any, any women's movement that um, has a women's march led by Linda Sarsour, an advocate for Sharia law, is the zenith of stupidity. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. she's like, no, Linda's such a nice person. Oh, and no. Oh, no, she's not. Oh, no. No, no, um, no. Well, she has been laying low, but, you know, everybody, everybody was laying low when Trump was in office. Now, <laughs> I, my roots are being a counter-jihadist. So that's kind of what I pay attention to. Well, she, oh, she started trying to educate me about Islam. And I was like, oh, honey, don't go there. Just don't go there. It's, it's not okay. going to be pretty. And I don't want to have an argument in the Brady Bunch backyard. But yeah. I mean, she was telling me that the prophet was a feminist because, you know, his wife did all the work and made all the money. And I'm like, yeah, that makes both of my husbands really big feminists. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just went, I'd be well, a feminist if I, yeah. That's right. So no, that's a great point. You could you could have turned the Brady Bunch backyard into the streets of San Francisco and had uh, great car chases yeah, with guns. It would have been fun. So but I liked her. And you well, anyway, so, so speaking to our audience, obviously those who can't see, we're also joined by the Caballero uh, Chris Cordani and the oh, Contessa yeah. Elizabeth Breckenkamp of the, our normal crew. But we're actually joining everybody in together early. So we can have a full-blown conversation with the full crew. So, uh, Susan, to that point, I, I think this is where one of the notable things about our show is that we are willing to actually come in and talk to folks who uh, are not considered conservatives. I mean, I think we're all libertarian. We all lean libertarian. But last week, mm -hmm. we had a Green Party guy on called Matt Hope. Matt, Matt and I are friends. Matt is a Green Party guy. But the thing was, uh, we were willing to have him on. I, I can, uh, And we, he and I used to be on MSNBC. In the old days, I was one of the few conservatives who they would have on back when Dylan Radigan had his show. Oh, but that's notable to your point yeah. is that it seems like the other side doesn't want to have the dialogue. We're having that willing to have the dialogue. They're not. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's why I was so impressed with Gloria. And she's also really pretty. Um, <laughs> but but oh. yeah, I mean, that's that's almost always the case. And the thing that the government doesn't want you to know, because they don't want us talking. We aren't that different. If right. you really talk about real basic issues, everybody pretty much wants the same thing. The The mm. biggest difference is that our friends on the left have been lied to and believe right. it. And it's really yeah. sad because they honestly think that anybody that says, for, for example, um, the the uh, so-called vaccine, the bioweapon. Oh, yeah. Um, we can talk about yeah, it was safe and effective, and it prevented people from going to the hospital. I'm like, oh, boy, you got that from CNN. Um, no, everybody in the hospital towards the, you know, the end of the scamdemic had been vaccinated, and that's why they were in the hospital. Well, let's break that down for a fact, because, uh, Susan, Scandemic. this is one of the things I've always appreciated about you, and when we came together as kind of teammates and colleagues is, you were very outspoken, and I was too. It's like there's something wrong here. There's something fundamentally wrong. 
One of the things I noticed early on is like they're not encouraging people to have good health. Hey, have healthy food, exercise, get outside in the sun. You know, the the best thing you can do is be healthy. None of that. It was like the opposite, like lock yourself up. Oh, get in the closet because it may chase you into the closet. And then the whole thing about. Yeah, they push the fear. Yeah, you got to mask up. You got to mask up in a a restaurant and walk to your table. But you can take your mask off when you sit down. It's like, what? Mm -hmm. What kind of insanity is this? And and you were, God bless you, early on speaking about this. And you, by the way, it took more courage for you than me because of where you live. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and then the industry, which I, I have no desire really to be a part of. I teach acting for kids, for Mm -hmm. children. Um, I I think Hollywood is just a a band of idiots Um, and they're making (laughs) lousy stuff. Uh, yeah. Because everybody's a diversity hire, and they're not yeah. hired for their creativity. Um, yeah. But it's still, you know, I still love, you know, I love films, and um, yeah, I'm an artist. But. Yeah, that's, that, that's true. Where's yeah. the creativity? Yeah. Shouldn't these people, these DEI people, go uh, be uh, setting up air traffic or something like that instead? Oh, yeah, please. That's <laughs> Assembling Boeing airplanes. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Assembling airplanes. Look, DEI and the quality of every industry in the U.S. correlate right there. Everything is going down. DEI goes up, quality goes down. That's exactly what happens. Can't deny that. I saw that with uh, the the you know the airline industry and the you know flying aviation in general. It's like, oh my gosh, now they're going to. Hire people for skin color at regardless of whether or not they're accomplished or they have and apparently who they sleep with. Because you know, like Corinne Jean Pierre, she uh, she bragged about like she was the first openly homosexual and African American. It's like so you're telling me that you got hired not because of ability to be a good uh, uh, a well spoken. Um, public speaker because she clearly is not she stutters all the time but you got hired because of the color of your skin which you can't have which you have no control over and who you sleep with seriously that's how we're going to hire people oh my gosh well so let me make a comment on that but first off i uh, i like lesbians because they like what i like i think that's a that's a good combination just saying and so i do like the fact that you know what the heck you know i used to actually go uh to a place called cafe weird in uh, Minneapolis and sit with my lesbian friends and watch girls. And I, those are the good old days. Those are the nineties when we all got along. So just yeah. saying, I think, right. I think it's great. My problem with John, with uh, Jean-Luc Picard, uh, Kareen Abdul-Jabbar, whatever her name is, <laughs> is that, that she is completely bereft of any intelligence or ability to do her job. Exactly. She says the That's same things over and over. So it has nothing to do with who she sleeps with or her skin color. She's just not competent. And I, and people yeah, don't want to talk I'm about saying. that. Well, doesn't she's that, not competent, but she got hard anyway. Doesn't that make her the perfect representation of this administration? Yeah. Then, yes, you're, exactly. You're, competent. you're you're just even better at lying, right? Like Kamala but, Harris. But she's not good at it. New that's York the thing. She's not good at, good at it. Good at job. But see you, that 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 ginger that before her. I can't think of her. Oh, 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 uh, circle back woman. Oh, Miss Circle back. I mean, yes. she's really good at lying. That's why she's working CNN now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, that to me is more evil. You know, Corinne just, um, <laughs> Corinne. I kind of feel bad for her. Well, the, the thing about her is you, you watch her and she has the same answers over and over again. Yes, when we saw yes. Katie McEnany take the, take the, had the job when, when Trump was the, uh, she used to have a notebook. She'd have 
but she wouldn't have the same thing. She'd be able to uh, bring up great. things that happened in the past and, 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 and back up everything she said when she said it. When Karine Jean-Pierre said, uh, answers questions, she has stock answers. Yeah. This is a president who cares about people. We're building the economy from the bottom up, middle out. And, and, and this is the president who cares. This president has done so much and the Republicans haven't done anything. And that's her answer to almost every single yep. question. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you're I, right. And I do question her preference because of the constant flirting with Peter Ducey. But that's a different story and a different thing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. You know, Peter and I are friends. And I should ask him about that. I have not, I have not addressed that. But, it's like a love hate kind of thing going on. Well, no, yeah. I think he's got he's got the same thing. He's got a he's got a guy crush on uh, on John Kirby too. But and by the way, doesn't John Kirby? He looks like he looks absolutely fabulous, I'm a darling, absolutely. <laughs> you look absolutely uh, marvelous, marvelous, absolutely. Little, no, John yeah. John is the snappiest dresser uh, uh, this side of uh, Tell of the Hun. Really, he he really knows how to dress. <laughs> He does. And then he and Peter going at each other, you know, you'd almost think that, uh, you know, they want to go off to a gay bar somewhere. No, I shouldn't say that because I actually <laughs> like Peter. So yeah. well, no, John Kirby, Kirby look, let me say this for the record, for those listening. And, and John, if you're listening, which I know you probably do secretly, mm -hmm. look, the best thing you could do is transition. If you could start a transition to being a girl, uh, being a woman, be, be the woman, you know, you can be. And that way, you, you can have two lesbians on the podium, right? He and Kareen, right? They could be like side oh, by side. Not really, because then you can no? fire Kareen. You have more. You, you can oh. fire Kareen and have a trans as your uh, spokesperson. Oh, that's right. John Kirby I think would John would look good in heels and uh, eye shade. I think. Would, just, I, I just think don't would. think he would look good in heels. No, I don't, but it whatever. I think so. No, I don't care what you are. Do the job. That's all I can say. Do the job. Exactly. Represent well. And I, exactly. Kirby actually does a good job there. This is where the best example of DEI hiring is the uh, is the assistant or the assistant health secretary. Uh, oh God! They, look, I don't care if you're trans in that, in that respect. I don't care because you're a doctor if you're qualified. The fact is, the the example of health in America happens to be one of the most morbidly obese yeah. people in the administration. Exactly. How? Exactly. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. And let me let me make clear yeah. on this for the audience to know. Like, I'm friends with Rick right. Grinnell. Rick is gay. I don't care. I love Rick. Not literally. You know what I mean. Uh, Rick's a great guy. He's competent. He was the actual first member to be gay, openly gay, on the cabinet. Yet the left doesn't want to recognize that because, duh, he doesn't meet their requirement to be wackadoodle and incompetent. So just. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's such a shame because I really feel, I mean, and I, and I would have to say, um, even though reports of me being a homophobe are, are fake news, um, yeah. I've had more, my percentage of friends who are straight and who are gay, definitely on the gay side, definitely. Yeah, I know. And, it shouldn't um, matter, but it, you know, people, people, yeah, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's people, what the goal yeah. was. Just keep it to yourself, yeah, you know. Of course. Yeah. They, but they want us all to hate each other so that we can't unite and fight the real enemy, which is them. Right. So, so they're going to pick on that, straight. No, on that point, again. our mutual friend, Cherie, Cherie Curry, uh, God bless her. You guys are close friends. And Cherie obviously does the, the bumper, bumper and theme music for our show, which You'll hear when we put it all together. Oh, I love she's it. on your T-shirt. Yeah, so Cherie's, Cherie's friends, gay friends, all love us. I mean, I interact with them on Facebook because they know we're not anti-anything. We love people who, right. you know, want to embrace freedom. We don't care who you are. Just embrace freedom. Right, right. And that's what we've worked hard for. And now right. the left 
have taken everything back. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it used to be that only a, a real Neanderthal thought that a gay man was interested in children until the left started doing their whole exactly. groomer push. And it has set things backwards so much, yeah. just like they've destroyed the women's movement. Yep. If there was a women's yeah. movement, I mean, obviously there isn't because they would be fighting against men in women's sports. But right. You're exactly everybody's right. suicidal on the left. Right. They all vote right. for their own demise. Oh, again, men, they, they, men in women's bathrooms. Yeah, it's like, yeah, why aren't they fighting against but that? But you know what? Yeah. They've always done that, and nobody needed to know. Nobody needed to care because I yeah. had a lot of transvest or tra drag queen friends and transvestite friends, and it was very dangerous for them to go into a men's room. So they would go into the ladies' room because they looked like ladies, and, and that's fine. Cared. It, it yeah. was no big deal. I know. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, here's here's it's something. One, it's when you try. Yeah, no. Look, I, I like like Susan. I've had a lot of gay friends, and I've known people who kind of do the funny stuff. It's like I don't care. Go off and do it. Uh, if you do it in such a way to actually do it as a lifestyle, you're not trying to to proselytize and force others to accept things that they don't agree with. It's like exactly. It's like, I just don't, don't care. I, you know, I spent a lot of time in Key West, Key, and I'm 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 not joking. I was assigned to the Joint Task Force there as a clandestine operative. And, and talk about mm -hmm. a, a, a place where you can basically do anything and get away with it. So what? Go to Key West. Have a great time. Go with God. But it doesn't it doesn't require people then to politicize uh, the the sexual or uh, uh, um, gender choices of someone. Uh, they can just live their lives. And this is why I don't like the left, mm -hmm. because the left literally will do things to politicize it for purposes of trying to divide people, not bring right. people together. This is where yeah, it becomes annoying. Damage. Right. right. Uh, Susan, you brought up the word homophobic, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, I, can, can we stop these other people, these the people on the left, can we stop adding the suffix phobic to everything that you're oh, trying to yeah, push? Yeah, the word doesn't even make sense. Right, Phobia yeah. is, is an extreme fear of something. Yeah, nobody's afraid. I don't afraid. think anybody has an extreme fear of people who live a different lifestyle. I mean, no, just, no. The word doesn't make no sense. Really. But um, I, I, I bit my tongue the other day because I was talking to somebody in the industry who kept using the word Islamophobia. Yeah, and I want oh, you know geez. I bit my tongue. I wanted to say Islamophobia is a word that was created by fascists and used by cowards to manipulate idiots. That's right. a quote. It's not <laughs> That's, well That's a great well, quote. I like that. Well, let, let's let's turn the tables on them. Whenever we talk to them, when you hear them say, "Well, uh, you tr you're a transphobe or you're you're an Islamophobe," turn it around and and, and use the things. Talk to them. But, well, okay. Well, you're a, you're a knowledge phobe. You're a Catholicophobe, yeah. a Christianphobe. Just just right. Add phobe. Show them how a silly it is. But that's exactly what they are anyway. They're the ones fear. They're projecting their fear of things onto well the rest I guess of us. A Jewophobe. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're really great at projection. Did you know that yeah, there's a, exactly. a new a new phobe called Joe Biden phobe, and it's a fear of tapioca? It's a new one. <laughs> a fear of Certainly tapioca fear and a of fear of ice cream. Ice cream. That's right. That's bad because I love ice cream. I do too. So, all right. Well, let's let's continue with the conversation regarding the fact that okay, I think we define the well. This is the other thing too, Susan. I think you'd agree. The left tries constantly to seize language. 
They try to make us say things and do things that are completely not in our interest, not in the interest of their constituents either. And yet somehow we don't fight back to take that language back. I think the homophobe thing is a great example. You know, the other yeah. thing I've heard the left do is they always use emotion intertwined with this language. Obama used to always talk about, how, you know, we want a kinder world. It's like, what the hell does that even mean? Kind? The world yeah. is not a kind place. I mean, it's like, how do you, how do you define objectives to do that? And, and, and by doing this soft, but, but uh, very much uh, rainbows and, and unicorns language, it enables them to basically pull the wool over people's eyes because, oh, we're doing it for the good of the world. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. You're doing it to enrich some knucklehead's bank account in, in Davos, and you're doing things to disadvantage and control people for no reason through the Green New Deal. So how do we combat this language thing? By exposing it, by exposing yeah. right. the lies. And turning it around it. on them, yes. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. what they're afraid we're going to do because, you know, the the geniuses in Davos, they're all in one place. Why can't? Come on, God, make it. I know hundreds of airplanes. Imagine no. what we could do with a certain type of air defense system. Yeah, but it, it doesn't. None of their rules apply to them. Um, but the right. biggest threat to them is misinformation, disinformation. Well, we all mm -hmm. know that that's their way of talking about the truth, and they don't want us right. to know the truth because they like to manipulate us and right. manipulate us through fear. And um, I mean, th th you can't manipulate people if they have access to the facts. Right. Right. And they don't want and that's that. Why it's and I've so noticed good. how yeah. our search engines have really been captured. That's oh, yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. And that's why it's so important for them to get with the people who own Google, the people who own mm -hmm. YouTube, uh, they can't get with Twitter anymore because Elon Musk uh, has that now. But that's why they want to get with them so they could, like in the 2020 election, they were purposely, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and the people on Google were purposely working the narrative with de the Democrat Party so that every time somebody said, oh, just Google it. I, I, I now say when people say Google it, I say, no, duck, duck, go it. You know, find mm -hmm. another yeah, search okay. engine, that's duck, duck, go. Yeah, okay. because they purposely manipulate the information so that you think that uh trump is a horrible hateful uh misogynistic racist person and joe biden loves people so much and that's why he has an open border to let all the people in because he loves them so much all right yeah here is the perfect example of the world economic forum and their theme to uh let's say reestablish trust in them this is basically this says everything right here uh a, a, a lecture oh my god and a discussion called The Clear oh. Present Danger of Disinformation, oh. hosted by none other than Brian Stelter. Hater. What does that Brian tell you? Stelter. Hater. Oh, man. What does that tell you? Hater. Everything. Well, did you, you know, see Adam Shifthead get oh, yeah. um, called out? <laughs> Shifthead. Adam Shifthead. That pencil yeah. neck geek. Um, yeah. and, and he admitted it, that, that Russian collusion was a yep. lie. He admitted of course. it. Yeah. But he, he feels comfortable it. saying it now. Save us from Trump. Another hit from Steve Garvey, by the way. Yeah, Steve, Steve oh. that was a great, great takedown. And it was very simple, too. It's like, yeah, you lied to 300 million. That's it. And it's oh, great. No. So, so oh, by the way, uh, for the record, I've been in the same room with Brian Stelzer, and he does oh. smell like a potato. Just saying. I mean, I just he want to. He smells like a potato. Kind <laughs> of like a raw potato. You know that, you know, when you like make potatoes 
Susan, you must have in the old days, you know, you kind of shave off the, the from the thing. Yeah, you have he to peel like, it. That's, that's yeah, his, uh, yeah, he smells like a wet potato. A raw potato Which smell. is not bad. It's better than a rotten potato, I suppose, but it is a potato nonetheless. And I hear Hillary smells of sulfur. So. <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah. I can't do now. And I always say, oh, let's not go into the, you know, all that stuff. And now no. I'm like, oh, man, the devil He's, is a foot. <laughs> he, she basically, I yes. think, I, I think she wears brimstone jewelry too. Just saying. Uh, well, those well, pants are hideous. Yes. Her hand touches that Bible. <laughs> <laughs> She'll explode. Well, so Susan, now, do you believe that that speaking of putting hands on, do you think that that Hillary puts her hands on Bill at all anywhere? No, no he likes to watch. He's Chauncey Gardner. <laughs> I feel your um, pain there, Susan. I feel bad I, for him, kind I of. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't feel bad for him. He I made don't... his choices. Yeah, yeah there's no. You, True, but I, you know what? Mom called it. That's right. No, Susan. Your mom? Susan, you're yeah, you're misreading yeah, him. He, he wants to feel your pain. Uh, yeah, yes, he, he wants does. to feel your pain. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And on the way to the pain, there's so many stops. That's but, right. Um, oh. My mother. <laughs> that, that's close, said, but no cigar. the first scandal, she's like, Hillary's not going to leave. I remember her talking on the phone to her sister, going, Hillary's never going to leave him because she wants to be president. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that was in the very beginning before we knew her. Yeah. So mom was insightful. Yeah, yeah, and now and now she might set a trend where other first ladies are going to try to run for president. But I don't know if I should mm. close off this half of the show with that. All right, well, <laughs> we could we could close out with worse things, but no, I think <clears throat> the idea of Bill, of Bill, you know, hands on Bill Clinton. What a great place to stop, right? Hillary and Bill, you know, that could be a a, a drinking uh, game. Uh, where where are Hillary's hands? That would be a great drinking game, don't you think? You know, kind of. <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. I think, anyway, so speaking well, so we'll put we'll put off Hillary's hands and where they're placed until the second part of the show, right? So we're yeah. gonna take a break right now. We're gonna come back for part two of the hard truth with uh, Tony Shaper right after this break. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global healings foreign protein cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? 
The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Healthy Cell Code out loud for 25% off. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Expert opinions, honest debate, and in-depth investigations are what you've come to expect from AmericaOutloud.news. We don't shy away from speaking the truth boldly and plainly. All that's missing is the propaganda that has infected legacy and social media. Get the best of down and dirty, wholesome American speak. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Hey, this is the Hard Truth Part 2 with Tony Schaefer, still powered by Six Hour Never Settle. I had a choice of what I carried in combat. I always carried the best. I recommend you carry the best. Never settle. Go out and get Six Hour. You will not 
be unhappy. You will be very happy. We are on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, also available on the America Out Loud Podcast Network. Check us out, Project Sentinel, projectsentinel.com.net, and on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. We're continuing with Susan Olson, our friend Susan, who we've had a great dialogue and discussion uh, of all the issues relating to the weaponization of language, the left departing from principles that they said they supported but really didn't, and kind of the weaponization of of government against people. And and let's continue down that path. Chris, you wanted to roll us into this with some Davos uh, commentary, right? I mean, and by the way, speaking of Davos, real quick, I mean, who who did? I can't believe that John Kerry, old Boltnick himself, is 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 signing off <laughs> as the global as the you know. I mean, I can't believe that. He, and I've heard maybe Susan, maybe you can confirm this. Is he going back to produce? A, a, a reimagining of the Munsters because he looks so much like Herman Munster. Is that, is that true? I don't know. John, why the long face? Oh, <laughs> that's um, got to hurt. <laughs> All right, Chris, who is this he, person he, you want? He impressed me with his brain. <clears throat> brain. Um, when he was trying to learn about Islam and he was reading um, Os- Re- Reza, Os- I always called him Raisin Asshat. Um, oh, he's the guy well, that ate human brain. He, yeah, he's, he's not the. Not I mean, guy. just everything he does is so surface and so virtue signaling. And there's never, there's never any knowledge behind him. There's never like he, he can't. Yes, exactly, exactly. He's just. Well, I mean, they all basically are superficial, but for him, it's just so obvious. Hmm. He can't give you any scientific facts. No, um, right. he's just a self-appointed guru. Of, of, no, I, I, I look. I've got a degree yeah. in environmental studies, and I can tell you from the basic uh, degree plus the experience I've had after. It's all it's all nonsense. CO two is simply is, is simply plant food, and right. I always yes. use this. I always use this right now at the moment we're speaking. There are three point zero four trillion trees. Three point. That's a lot of trees, and each one of those, on average. Uh, processes, absorbs, whatever you want to call it, 48 pounds of CO2. And if you put the two together, there's no crisis. Literally, the plant life on the planet absorbs all the CO2. And plus, CO2 is not a a, a greenhouse gas. Methane, things like, which I I think John John, uh, Curry is a big emitter of, that's a, that's a, a, a gas that needs to be dealt with. And he's full of it. Just saying. So anyway, right. he just he goes to Davos to just uh, get out of the house and hit on babes. That's that's what he does. That's all. He's oh such he's such a babe magnet. I can tell from that long face of Susan. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I used to be an um, inside grower of a certain plant. Um, and yeah, I have friends that do that too out there. With, with your- <laughs> I, grow, I grow basil in my house as well. Um, basil. Oregano. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's good. No, Susan. I mean, you're you're amongst friends here. I mean, we, you know, we'll. Oh, well, we'll it's fine statute with. of limitations is perfectly legal now. But back yeah. when it was very illegal, uh, mm-hmm. my husband and I grew pot, and yeah. we grew it indoors hydroponically, and we used to go out and get canisters of CO two. There you go. What for when they were flowering, and because right, it, you need it. it made them grow so much better. Right. So when did it become bad for the environment? It became bad because they're trying to limit us and our freedom. So, Chris, you want to roll into this other guy? Because I think this is the heart of what who they are and what they're trying to do, right? All right. You don't have freedoms. Oh, freedoms are fictional, according to the World Economic Forum, okay? And you saw this 
in a recent TED talk, it was pro, it was uh, posted by the Liberty Daily, and uh, another show that I work with has uh, also pinpointed this as well. Is it is it? There's a man listed as a a, a World Economic Forum agenda contributor, and mm. don't let the fact checkers oh. lie about this because you you search him on Google, it says agenda contributor, and then his name. The man's name is Yuval Noah Harari. He is a professor oh. in uh, in Israel. He did this TED talks and and in the in the middle of this he said that human rights are fictional just like religion and God all fictional humans really have no rights and that was uh, that's that's his, the basic premise of his writings by the way but these are the people you're dealing with and I'm thinking you yes. know how supervillains were always Tony you're a you're a science fiction guy you know how supervillains are made right the, the the kid gets picked on in school too much or something bad happens to him and he's like, I will show you, I will get the entire world when I grow up. Well, I, I think that's the case here. If you, I mean, how many times did how many times did it take for this man to be thrown in a locker in school to come up with such notions like you people should do not have free will and freedom? Uh uh human rights are something that we that that are they're fictional and a construct in our minds. So he looks like the Jimmy Bond character in the original Casino Royale, where Woody Allen wants to take over oh, the yeah. world as a short guy and yep. make everybody small. So that's him right there. That's that's the Bond villain they were talking yep. about. Not even a serious one, just a fictional, a, a funny one. I was thinking Durf Nader without hair. Well, and he also says or dark helmet, they not will dark get helmet. better being right. God. They yes. will surpass God, which right. to say that to you know, an audience... Um, Without any fear is, I don't know. I mean, I don't really. Oh, I, I guess I, I believe in God, but not religion. But if yeah, me too. Anything, no, I I feel the same way. That, I, I, no, but that's the point, Susan. That they're trying right now. I think hard, and this guy is is very much the face of it, so to speak. Uh, other than John Kerry being well, long. Well, nothing could be more evil though <laughs> yes. than, than surpassing God, which which in my book means you're better than nature. I mean, right. look at Bill Gates. Talk about somebody who didn't get laid in high school. Oh, um, <laughs> he doesn't he get laid now. Hydroponically. He wants every head of lettuce to be grown in a warehouse. Where is this grid, this electrical grid that everything's going to depend on? We can't you know, afford electric cars. And Elon yeah. Musk is the first to say that. Oh, yes, electric cars. Yeah. Speaking of Bill Gates, real quick, did you know that he's actually trying to develop a line of AI blow-up dolls? I don't know why. <laughs> oh, boy. Just saying. Like so, anyway, now. back. But no, to oh, Susan's point. Let me, let me Epstein explain. Island is closed. That's oh, right. He's got to do something. What's the guy going to do? So, <laughs> no, but this is the point: is that that the green that to your to your point, Susan, the Green New Deal, this whole idea that climate should be our focus as a society, is literally uh, their new religion. It is their religion. This yes. has become their mm -hmm. thing. That's why science doesn't apply. Why why would you apply scientific concepts like using CO two to promote plant growth when you can make it the enemy and say, oh no no, we need to cut that off because the more people have freedom. The more they'll produce CO2, and the more CO2 is produced, we, the, the, the environment will be, be better and people will be free in a nice environment because they don't want that. They want the opposite. They want us to eat bugs. They want us to, to, to own nothing and, and be happy. Literally, they've said that. That's their policy yeah, yeah. Right, because I mean, they, see us as, they see us as a resource and, and simply animals. They don't acknowledge the, 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 the spark of divinity in all of us. They don't.
No, not a bit. Not but they don't the recognize the spark of divinity in them, except no. in a in a power way. And right. that they will become gods. But the question they talk comes about a power trip and they don't hide it. Um I, I I don't I don't understand why there aren't more protesters, or maybe there are, but you got all these a-holes in one place. But okay. I mean, where's where's the, the, the fight back? Susan, Tony, Elizabeth, the real question is. What kind of genetic defectives does it take to believe all this garbage and stand behind it? I, these mm -hmm. people are blatantly, openly telling you, let's cut down the food supply. Okay? They're yeah. telling you, you yeah. guys exactly. don't travel right. anywhere because you're, you're ruining the skies for us. Uh, and by the way, uh, all you really need to do is stick in a, these little 15-minute bubbles. Uh, don't, don't eat meat. We want the steaks. You can yeah. have the synthetic stuff. Wouldn't that be nice and tasty? I mean, let's all eat tofu. And yes, right. free will and freedom. Ha, never. They're, they're upset because Soylent Green never really happened until because it should have happened last year. Soylent Green was supposed to have taken place in 2023. Now, just like Agenda 21, it was mm. pushed back about 10, 20 years. Yeah. So, well, yeah. that's the point. It's like it's all about manipulation and trying to subordinate human beings and human spirit to a, a larger uh, monolithic government that controls things. And and by the way, this is this has been going on for a while. It's and this is not a conspiracy. Susan, you know about okay. Agenda 21. You and you oh. and uh Cherie talk about it. It's like yeah, it's I, I was it's talking obvious. about it's their plan. on, on yeah. uh, our show probably 10 yeah. years ago. Um well not me and Cherie, although I think Cherie and I should have a show. But um, no, she, well Cherie has talked about it. Yes. Um but, um, you know, why do people fall for this? One, they don't, they're afraid of the truth. They don't want to see it. Um, also, I, this doesn't apply to everybody, but young people that are, that are so misguided, um, I think there's a lack of parenting, so they kind of yes. want Big Brother. Yeah. No doubt. Absolutely. They never were given, because I know, you know, as a parent, not giving your child limits makes them extremely insecure because they don't mm -hmm. know where the walls are, where the boundaries are. And I right. think healthy boundaries grown up that way. And now they want boundaries. So they want somebody to tell them what to do. Right. No, one now, of the best things I ever did. I agree. A lot of it has to do with no, my, my oldest son is now 29. He was uh, given limits. He was a Boy Scout, an Eagle Scout, actually worked his way through. Didn't like it at the time. He hated it. But he's told me, it's like, Dad, man, I re recognize now you forcing me to do that was one of the best things that could have happened. Mm -hmm. He's he's a rugged guy. He's got a great fiance. He's, dare I say, more stable than I was at that age, just saying. And okay. uh, he's a great kid, and he's doing well. He's a fireman. He's a fireman medic, really oh, wants to do oh, well. So cool. he, he, he went in a direction which I'm very proud of. And, uh, boy, uh, as much hell as I gave my parents, I am so amazed that I've got such a good kid. It's like, wow, how did I luck out? So. Wow. <laughs> but speaking awesome. of lucking out, let's go mm -hmm. to an area where uh, I think we all want to talk about a little bit uh, is what's going to happen this year, uh, 2024. So one of the mm -hmm. things that we're walking up to, and we're, we're, we're taping the show at the very time where Carrie Lake was attempted by the guy who runs the Republican Party to be bribed, basically okay. say, hey, take a powder for two years, how much, name your price. Now think about that. Think about what that means. It's like, and I think this is just one instance of corruption that we all know what happens. It's just, this is the, one of the most blatant, like looking behind the curtains. 
So if, if Susan, if someone's willing to basically write a large check to, to Carrie Lake because she is so outspoken about the freedoms we've been talking about, a, a, a woman who has really been uh, her, her coin of the realm, her reputation is based on, on disrupting the, the institutions and the momentum of those institutions. She should have been governor of Arizona. They, I think, cheated and beat her. So what is what do you think, how desperate is the deep state going to be this year coming up to the 2024 November elections? Oh, um, it's it's really frightening to think of how desperate they will be. And and let's not forget that includes Republicans, although. Yeah, no, this is the Republican and Republican yeah. thing. With their, they're yeah. terrified. Yeah. They're terrified. In fact, they're uh, I did like the fact that uh, guys like 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 uh, uh, President Malay just told oh. these people to their faces that 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 uh, they don't that that they're doing wrong for the world. Told them to their faces what was going on. We don't have don't politicians know. like that that often. We don't. We have very few of them, if any, and they don't get power. But why but, the funky hair? Why is it that the guys on our side tend to have such bad hair? Yeah, I don't know. That that's a good question. No, I could work with them on that. I I adore him. I I just love him. I love that he says it, um, and he's correct. But um, it is scary, especially like I just heard that. And I'm going to go ahead and say, what financial? Well, okay, it's a financial institution that's um, the something of this country, um, and they were going through people's records to find transactions that included words like MAGA or Trump. Right. Yes. And, but then it also got out. And I'm thinking that this is really the manipulation is letting people know that this was happening. It may not be happening, but now people have to be afraid of, um, of, of donating to Trump because That's now they're trying to do it's intimidate. Right. And, and by the way, I be, and we have reason to be afraid because we know that there are January six people who did nothing more then walk into the Capitol and take selfies who are now right. in prison and without due process. And I would, I had somebody arguing very strongly with me and they even said, well, what are their names? I'm like, I don't know them. Um, but I do believe that there are still people who have not had due process. Right. They're not there because they had a trial and got convicted. Well, had they so, been burning down cities uh, in the George Floyd uh, mass, uh, the George Floyd, uh, uh, well, let's say, mostly horrid protests, then right. the Democrats would have bailed them out. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, who's in, who's in prison, who's languishing in prison and, and begging to be transferred to Gitmo, who was rioting and burning down buildings and killing people during the summer of love. Right. Well, that's the thing. The left is again, converted what should have been real, uh, accountability of their side, which is BLM and, um, the whole issue regarding Antifa. Antifa is real, and they people literally got away with murder. There were murders during mm -hmm. this time that were never accounted for. And it's yep. it's interesting, Susan, that you should list it out because one of the things I've noticed about you know I was in I had to go down and do media on election night of of twenty twenty in D.C. Literally, parts of the city were still burning from from the protests against Trump on, on November. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. so. Yeah. How do you not get? And you had police literally roving in patrols. But police wouldn't even go out by themselves. They had to be in patrols. So how, how that's insurrection. That's clearly yeah, insurrection. That's an insurrection. Oh, yeah, that's that was election denial. Right. And Hillary yep. spent the next four years 
looking straight into the camera, you know, and saying, you can do your best job and still have it stolen from you. And she paid for the dirty dossier. Yeah, you're right. She did. Yeah, so right. speaking of Hillary, since she came up again, Chris, how much would someone have to pay you to have you put your hands on Hillary somewhere? Um, I, I mean, well, it all depends. I, I, a, a damn good meatball sandwich. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you wouldn't have to be a really good one. Where do you have to put that your way. hands? That's it, would like put, it would like be putting your hands on pure evil. As a matter of fact, oh, oh, real quick. So I actually, uh, speaking of a little story, I was in MSNBC. I used to do MSNBC, as I mentioned, because I was one of the guys who would go on with uh, some of the folks. And the makeup artist there uh, was kind of a cool person. I liked her. We got along. And she said, Colonel Schaefer, last week, John Brennan, the director of CIA, was in to do a hit. And I had to put his makeup on. And I said, really? What was that like? What was it like to have to touch his face? She said, it was like touching pure evil. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think turn, it's true. There is let's evil. Turn, let's turn pure oh. evil into pure uh, goodness. How about that? Hey, We're good people go. here. And it's time Yay. for Tony's takes. Tony's Yay. takes. Yay. Yes. And that's uh, powered by Sig Sauer. Never settle. I don't because I don't settle for stupid questions when it comes to Tony's takes. And I'm pretty sure Tony doesn't either or else we'd all get fired. All right. So let's have some fun. <laughs> Tony, Susan, Elizabeth, let's go here. Nikki Haley finished a rather distant second in the New Hampshire primaries. She did, however, pat herself on the back anyway, acting like this was some sort of victory. Granted, the 1899 Cleveland Spiders probably celebrated coming close uh, to wins in their 20 win and 134 loss season from that year. And so uh, let's, say, let's put it this way. Haley considers this to be a great result and something to build on. But seriously, what's your take? So I, I, I am proud of the fact that she did not uh, actually do anything to use military force to achieve any strategic objectives within New Hampshire. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. And despite her reputation for being a, uh, a male, uh, Dick Cheney, uh, uh, I, I, I think that, uh, she did pretty well not picking up any of Dick's bad habits. Especially the hunting, habits. hunting. Let's not go hunting. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no people were shot in the process of her trying to achieve political victory. Which we should all be thankful for, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I think she was just excited she was there. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you know what they say about Dick Cheney, right? Oh, gosh. Oh. Dick Cheney before he dicks you, right? Ooh. Oh, oh boy. I got to oh. hand it to you on that one. But, all, right. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Tony, Elizabeth, Susan, let's try this one. A Canadian federal court judge found Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's use of a counterterrorism law to shut down the Freedom Convoy of 2022. Remember the trucker protests? Well, that's interesting. You'd think they'd be on his side. What does this tell you? Tony, what's your take? So I think that uh, any time you have truckers and Canadians, uh, it's a dangerous situation because the Canadians are so nice. The idea of trying to actually stop commerce is uh, it's hard for them because they want to give you like uh, everything. It, there's um, Canadians who would literally give you the back bacon off their back just to help you <laughs> to make sure to make sure that you get get your stuff through. So it was really a tough situation for the Canadians to be stuck with that, so to speak. And uh, you know, it, it goes against the very 
nature of Canadians being good people to actually have to enforce such a, a dr- dr- draconian thing to stop convoys. So I think this can going to continue to be a backlash to all of that. You know, mm-hmm. right, Chris? That's true. So. And, and they had a great big envoy strolling through the night. That's right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> smoky. I had to do that. I, I just had to. <laughs> Susan, Elizabeth, what are your takes on all this stuff here? Um, I, one of my very best friends, my, my former roommate from Canada, she's still in, she's back to Canada. We lived together back in early nineties and, uh, we, we've recently reunited and, um, she's very hip to what's going on here and, um, very hip to what's going on there. And I think any, any glimmer of hope for Canadians is, is good because we know Trudeau won't. I mean, he he might as well be at the um, WEF. I mean, he has. Mm-hmm. We're now in a in a um, an environment of political figures hating us. Yep. Just de- despising us, and while they're supposed to protect us, they're doing the opposite, mm-hmm. and they resent us. And mm-hmm. uh, Trudeau is one of those people. And, of course, the WEF love him. They do. Well, he was brought mm-hmm. up by them. He was recruited early on. By the way, Susan, I don't know if you knew, I actually went, to, my son wanted to go to Canada for uh, for uh, November, for, for Thanksgiving. And we actually went up to Montreal, and we were trying to mm-hmm. see if we could see watch uh, Justin Trudeau's eyebrows fly south for the winter. Unfortunately, we didn't see it. We did, it didn't happen. We were looking for it. It never happened. Oh, never happened. We were, we were looking, though, Mother looking Land. to the sky. Hmm. Yeah, he does look an awful lot like somebody. I know. Yeah. I know. And, and he likes smoking cigars, just not yeah. uh, publicly. I mean, yeah. He looks good in that, like, um, combat green. Yeah. She, she, yeah, that's right. He's got yeah. that uh, military... Uh, uh, Fatigue look. He looked good in that. So <laughs> he, I think he has that kind of face where you just automatically don't trust anything he says. He just looks smarmy, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. he acts smarmy. The the footage of him getting his bio weapon, which you know, yeah, yeah, saline. Um, <laughs> oh, and he's just a, oh, 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 a little, oh, a little jab. Susan, I think he li- no, no, Susan, I think he likes little jabs just more a lot more than he's willing to ignore. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> okay. let's, we have a couple minutes left. Let's just wrong with that. Right. Nothing like, wrong with that. Just yeah. saying. It's like I just you know. But anyway, <laughs> it's been enlightening and fun to have you, Susan. I hope you come back soon. Uh, oh, thank you. I'd been, love to anytime. Yeah, no, this love has been a great show. Seeing you, Elizabeth. Yeah, it was nice seeing you again. Cyber met before. Yes, Elizabeth uh-huh. is great. Yeah, Elizabeth is a quick note. And the audience, I think, may remember this. Susan, Elizabeth served with me in the army. She was the public mm-hmm. affairs in the public affairs office above me when I did the book Operation Darkheart. So she mm-hmm. she was very supportive when they were coming after me personally. She held the line and stayed loyal. Mm-hmm. Thank and thank you, Elizabeth, for always being loyal. Well, somebody uh, had to. Yeah. Well, thank so you. I was, well, I was in uh, for twenty nine <laughs> years. So- Somebody yeah, and so yeah. Tony and I worked together, and he was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like, like why not be loyal? I mean, it's like a lot of so-called friends were like abandoning him. It's like I'm supporting you because I yeah. know you're an honest oh, guy, you. and well, all this you. stupid crap they're trying to make up about him wasn't just wasn't remotely yeah. true. 
Yeah, by the way, they they tried. So again, Elizabeth and I are, are the dearest friends. We have never slept together, but they were convinced because we were friends. Oh, there must be something somewhere. So they scoured every email account they could to find something. It was so funny. Well, we're going to find something. Is like, no, you're not. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Who do you think you were? Go ahead and try. Yeah, I so was fun. no Bill Clinton. Uh, there you go. I don't know. There. Nope. Uh, well, they're looking. I for feel what? your pain, huh? They're looking for what they are. They can't they imagine having yeah. a good. Yeah, I know. With I know. The opposite sex. So, well, anyway, but Susan, thank you for being here. Chris, as always, thanks for running the board. Elizabeth, uh, again, we'll be uh, seeing Listen you both her. next week, and we'll move on. So, anyway, thanks again, y'all, for listening. Uh, we do this for you. Hopefully, you all found uh, it interesting and fun. We'll be back again next week for another episode of the Hard Truth. See you then.